Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Beer with Purpose podcast. Uh, today I get the pleasure of hanging out with the Hoppy Hound Gang. Um, so if you guys want to go ahead and introduce each, like who we all are, so they can put the voices with the names. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Trisha Constantine, and I am one half of the Hoppy Hound team. I'm Megan Smith, the other half of the human portion of the Hoppy Hound team. <laughs> We've got a few dogs in tow as well. Yes, my dog, uh, we, we both have Boston Terriers. Mine is named Buster B. Bust. <laughs> I've got two, Lucy and Porkchop. So great. I love I love y'all's dogs so much. I mean, how can you not love dogs with the Hoppy Hound? And, I mean. Obviously, yes. our, our little girl, Bernie, she loves a hoppy hound. Actually, we just got y'all's package in today of the new stuff. Awesome. Oh, yeah. My wife loves the wrapping paper that you put it in or the, the packaging. <laughs> and it was addressed to Bernie, not to uh, us. So we love that. <laughs> I have a personal touch there. I know. It's just like, Bernie got her first mail. <laughs> um, okay, so... To start off with, do y'all want to share kind of the Hoppy Hound, what y'all do, what got y'all started, just kind of the story behind Hoppy Hound? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll start a little bit. Um, Hoppy Hound has been around, crazy to say, almost a year now. Marcus, um, about a year. Uh, last year, around March, is when I left the previous job I was at and was brainstorming next steps. And something Megan and I had been talking about for a while is um, a way to combine, you know, small business ownership with our love of dogs. And uh, we both love dogs. We both love beer. We both love, you know, the community of small local businesses. Um, and it just kind of seemed to make sense. I've done some home brewing in the past. It's been a while now, but, um, you know, the spent grains that, that you get when you are brewing beer, um, especially for a home brewer, you can typically make bread or a lot of people make dog treats out of them. So it's not really revolutionary, but, um, it's something that really, uh, dogs seem to like. So, so it was an idea floating out there that we both kind of just jumped on. And how about you, Megan? Like, what's your, your side of this? What, what were you doing beforehand and all that? Oh, that's a tricky question. I, I dabble in lots of things, so I've always got my fingers in different pots. So I think with that in mind, Trisha and I have always kind of talked about our dogs, and we always mull over ideas and have kind of supported each other in various side projects. So this one, it just seemed like the right time. In fact, we'd actually talked about this a couple of times you know, noting the rise of craft breweries around town and just the dog-friendly nature of so many patios. Uh, so it, it was an idea that kept floating around, and then the opportunity, things just lined up, and it made sense. We both had time on our plates to take it on. And, yeah, Trisha has a background in environmental engineering and sustainability, so she was really excited about it on that aspect and was able to bring her knowledge from that into it. And uh, I've dabbled with small business before, so I'm kind of eager to jump into things and learn as we go. And together, we just we just started and um, started doing pop-ups last summer and just kind of seeing where this takes us. 
Yeah, and Megan is definitely the creative half. She has a lot of background in like graphic design and um, a lot of other things that I don't necessarily <laughs> get and marketing and stuff like that. So um, I feel like we just like kind of work really well together with our skill sets and, and our ideas. That's awesome. It's good to find a, a partner that can do the other half that you can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why I think me and my... Uh, the other podcast I do. That's why me and him do so well, because I'm really bad at explaining things, and he's all about the talking portion. I was like, I'll do the background stuff. <laughs> you need that. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. Uh, so, what is probably one of the best things that has come from the Hoppy Hound, in y'all's opinion? I like to think we just kind of bring joy to people. It's uh, it's definitely joyful on our end. I think to interact with all these dogs and people, but I think what we kind of sell is this joyful shared experience with people and their own dogs. And it's just really kind of heartwarming to see that whether they're enjoying things on the spot at the brewery, or like you said, receiving their mail or their doggy Valentine's just to, to have that fun moment. Yeah, for sure. And just, you know, you get to meet all kinds of people because all kinds of people go to breweries and all kinds of people have dogs, but most of them um, we like to think are really good people. So it's just um, so fun to meet a variety of, of people and connect with folks um, through doing this. And that's, that's what I really like about it is, you know, having a favorite brewery. And um, we were just talking about before we started the podcast is like, you kind of get to know the folks who work there and you get to see the face behind who's making your beer. So we kind of like having being that face um, and being something that people can connect with is that they know who's behind the hoppy hound and, and we get to actually form relationships, not just, you know, sell you something. Yeah. I definitely, I've loved that about you guys too, is just from, I think I found you guys through Instagram somehow. I think actually my wife found y'all and she was like, you need to look them up. So I did. And then we just started chatting and just like from there, just wherever we see you guys, it's really fun. Plus I know we love sharing the pictures of our dog eating y'all's treats. And it's, it's very much more, not just a, uh, a product, but a way to also connect with other people that, like you said, enjoy uh, beer and dogs. So yeah, fun stuff all around. <laughs> it is. It's super great. I, I love I love what y'all are doing, which is also, like, y'all also get grains from local breweries to make this beer, right? Or not beer, sorry, <laughs> treats. <laughs> yeah, beer for the dogs, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we work with um, Cowtown Brewery and Celestial Brewery. Um, right now, we've got some other potentials um in the mix but yeah we we're keeping it local yeah i really like that it, it, it's just fun to know that these treats are being made from breweries that we visit you know uh, yeah for sure and the breweries like to be um involved too because i mean uh, both of those breweries that i mentioned i mean they're um dog friendly and um it's an extra you know service and product that they can provide for their customers that, that they're, you know, involved in. So it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And the other thing that we've seen and Ryan, I know you know this as well, but the beer community is so collaborative and helpful with each other. Mm -hmm. So it's just been a great network to get plugged into. I completely agree. I mean, yes, I, I love the beer community around here. They're everyone's so inviting and 
whenever you're doing something, even, you know, dog treats all the way down to, I think I met somebody the other day that all they do is like they make stickers and it's fun. I was like, cool, you know, come on, hang out with us. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's a part of the family around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's, um, and I, I know might be a harder question considering not really knowing what the future holds with what's going on right now. <laughs> um, but what are some like future things that y'all are hoping to see from the Hoppy Hound? Right. It is a very uncertain year. I would say right now I'm just keeping my expectations low and hoping that we get some great patio weather to get back out there and see the dogs again. I mean, on paper, we have some other bigger goals, like expanding our retail footprint where we can be available on a shelf in more places around town and getting launched online officially. But really, we just want to get out and see everyone again. Yeah. The pop-up events are definitely my favorite. Um, getting, you know, it's like I get to know <laughs> some of these dogs and, and it's just like fun to see them. And it's the... Uh, just being a part of the community, really, just, you know, having it to where people, people know us as a part of the beer scene. And, and, and yeah, like I said, just being part of that community is, is really the ultimate goal for me, because that's the part of it I enjoy most. Yep. Yeah, it very, I, I know that not just, you know, us here, but a, a lot of tons and tons of people are really really hoping that we can actually sit in a brewery soon like we're all yeah we're all so ready to actually get out and be able to see somebody and at least shake their hand versus just be like wave from a far distance be like hey i know you <laughs> yeah i get so excited when i go to pick up like curbside beer and i see somebody i know also picking up their beer at the same time <laughs> it's just like oh, that's amazing <laughs> It's so exciting. It's like you never thought how excited you would be to see someone you barely know. But <laughs> yeah, the, uh, we actually so we went to Vector Brewing last weekend. It was their opening weekend. And um, we were sitting there and I was just like, I bet I know some of these people in the cars, but I just can't see them. And I looked to my left. I was like, oh, I know this person in the truck next to me. And so we just would wave. And that was kind of it. So I was like. It's sad that that was really like the highlight of my day. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. That's in my hood. I live in East Dallas. And um, yeah, I heard rave reviews. Did you try the pizza, the beer? What did you think? So I had, I bought a four pack of their beer. I opened, I've only opened one. I'm going to have another one tonight. Um, the beer was really good. We got their, ooh, what's their sugary snacks? Like their Snuggies or? Shuggies, I think. Shuggies, Shuggies. That's what it's called. And ooh, those are they like bad. little donuts or something? Kind of. It's pretty much just like they get the pizza dough and they cut it kind of just almost oh. like cube sizes and it's like sugar and uh, cinnamon and uh, yeah, no, can't yeah. go wrong with that. Yeah, no, it was super <laughs> good. Like, um, I'm trying to think what I think it's like a big chain pizzeria that used to do it, but there used to be something called Cinesticks, right? Yeah, so, they were kind of like that, but a little bit smaller. Yeah, huh. Yeah, I saw a picture. They look like little bite-sized pillows of dough. Yes. That's great. That's exactly, that's a great way to describe it. A pillow of dough. <laughs> Tell nice... us more about the fried dough. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, man, I, I'm super excited about, you know, Vector. They, they're they freaking opening up at such a terrible time, but they're doing amazing. It's just super cool to yeah. see. Yeah. They are. 
a great picture of their kitchen with their to-go order receipts, just a, a mountain of them on the floor. Yes. It was just, like, fantastic. Yeah, they I'm said, so happy for them. They said this is the most uh, hectic, overwhelming thing ever, but it's fantastic. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Megan and I were just talking the other day about Odd Muse Brewery, which I know you like too, Ryan, that, like, they haven't been open for very long, but it does seem like they're still managing to do pretty well throughout this. Um, I see a lot of, you know, people still drinking their beers and going to pick up and stuff like that. Um, so they're on my list for next week. Yeah, they did a great job pivoting. It seems like their organization for the drive-up looks really promising, and they're still getting food vendors there. So I'm really proud of them. Yeah, they're doing incredible. I, I went up there... I don't remember when that was, but I went up there to get something to go. And I just asked, I was like, so, you know, how is it going? Uh, he was like, well, you know, obviously we're not doing as great, but he said for what we're doing, we're actually doing really good. So I was like, oh, okay, good. And he's like, yeah, we're actually almost out of crawlers and cans and all that stuff. So they actually, I think it was su Sunday. They announced that they had to close till like Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> Just because they're like, we got to wait for our new shipment to come in. Plus, it gives us time to kind of relax because I guess, yeah, they've been selling like crazy. I love that. Yeah. And it's also so cool to see how many of them are like also doing a really good job of pivoting with food. Like um, I mentioned dinner tonight, I had Manhattan Project um, fried chicken. For Easter weekend this weekend, I ordered the Easter brunch um, meal from Cowtown where you get like a whole smoked ham and sides and Ooh. some donuts and mimosa stuff. There. I mean, they, it's just like they oh. seem to be making um, like a really good package experience where it's not just like some random crappy bar food. Um, places are really offering like destination type food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might have to actually look into something for Easter for us. That's a good idea. I didn't even think about that. I yeah. honestly forgot that it was Easter weekend this weekend. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Back to that. What day is it? What month is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so real quick for both of y'all, what is like, what got y'all into beer? Has it always been something that y'all have enjoyed or, you know, kind of, I guess what's your beer history in a sense? <laughs> Oh, I've got this. Um, I, I, think I thought about this ahead of time, and it's nachos. Beer and nachos. Like that question where it's like, what would you have on a deserted island? Beer and nachos. <laughs> so like, my beer journey probably started with Corona and Dos Equis, and I would still happily drink a Pacifico. But um, I want to say when Meddlesome Moth opened here in Dallas, um, they were one of the first places where I really got to explore beer flights. And mm -hmm. I do not have a refined palate at all. I do a terrible job explaining flavors. Mm. But when I can have the flight and I can have them side by side, it really helps me articulate what's going on. Like, oh, this one's tartar. This one has a, a sweeter aftertaste. And so that was really fun to really start to learn more about my what I liked and um, what the flavors really were. Yeah, that's a good point. Flights are super helpful for growing beer knowledge and yes. palates. Um, I was trying to think of like what the first crafty-ish beer I got into was, and I think it was one, um, Austin City Limits down in Austin. Um, we had some real ale. I think that's where I first had it, but I had this beer called the Devil's Backbone. Um, 
yeah, which I mean, I guess Real Ale is a pretty big brewery by now, but um, this was probably 10 years ago. I don't know how long, but that beer just like blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, it's kind of bourbony, but it still tastes like a beer. This is so good. So I used to get that just like all the time. Um, and it was a higher ABV than I was used to. So it was like, oh, I feel really good drinking this beer. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just like trying more of their beers and then branching out from there. But I think that was the first one that got me hooked. Yeah, and I was also thinking, uh, in my mind, this isn't based on anything like that I looked up, but I feel like the brewery scene in Dallas exploded around 2012, 2013. And that stands out in my mind because I was pregnant with my daughter at the time. So I got to go to a few breweries and then I couldn't drink for a while so I was like I kind of missed the boat a little bit and was like I was under the impression you don't bring a baby to a brewery or a bar which I think used to be true but it's obviously not at all the case anymore they're so friendly to everyone but um, I've been really grateful that the craft brews have been like available in so many places if I can't make it to the brewery so being in East Dallas we have good friend package which is just so awesome to go and shop and see so many of the local breweries represented in one spot yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't get into the craft beer scene until, like, two years ago. So, I know I missed out at the beginning stages also. But, uh, you know, for kind of the same... Oh, do what? Oh, go ahead. Uh, I, I also struggle with that question of, like, what was your first beer that got you into craft beer? I was like, I don't know. I mean, I grew up with my dad <laughs> drinking Blue Moon. Like, that's just what he loved to drink. So I just assumed that's, you know, that's what a good beer is. Which, I mean, it's still an all right beer. It's not bad. Um, but I was like, really, I think the beer that got me actually like, oh, there's a whole nother world is uh, Chubby Unicorn from Intrinsic. Um, <clears throat> only because my boss, he, he worked, or one of my bosses worked and helped out at the intrinsic a lot and he knows the owners so he he'd always be like hey try this hey try that and be like this is beer it's like i didn't realize beer could actually taste good (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure and i know um for a little while i guess before i really got into beer i was drinking mostly wine because i had a um a neighbor that i would go to wine bars with but one of the problems i find with wine is like I don't necessarily know, like if I see stuff on a menu, I can go to every wine bar and like never recognize a wine because there's so freaking many of them and they don't really have memorable names and they all have different years, et cetera, where it's like beers. It's like, okay, I can find ones that I like and then I can go seek them out or I can remember what beer I had because it has a cool name or a cool label or something like that. So I think it's just, yeah, a lot more approachable and fun to discover oh, new I beers. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I I hate going like to a nice place. Like, you know, every once in a while we splurge and are used to splurge and go to a nice restaurant and you like And it'd be like, Okay, you know, let's get a wine. I was like, Let let's just do a wine, it'd be fun. And I look like like I don't know, all I see is prices because that's all I can really go based off of is like or I could get, you know, something for nine bucks that's a really good beer. Versus mm-hmm. a $9 glass that I may not like. Right. 
but again, it's like the names of them. You're like, I don't even know how to say this name. Uh, can I just point at it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more of an investment if you don't like it. Uh, yes. Yes. For wine, but also for beer, I am like a label shopper just because I love the art. And so like, in particular, mm-hmm. I really enjoy Four Corners with their Loteria inspired mm-hmm. designs on every beer. It's always so fun when they come out with something new to see what direction they go in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in that vein, that's why I miss most about Noble Ray. Everybody really liked um, their beer labels that they had. I don't know if you got to try them before they closed, Ryan, but um, they always had They have art. the stacking cans, right? Yeah. So it was like you have the, the bottom half of the body and then the head on either side of the can. So if you can like mix and match and make different characters. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a super awesome idea. I loved that idea. I, I never got to try the beer, but I always, everyone knew the can, you know? Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I, I've always thought breweries, yeah. a, a brewery, especially one that just opens, they should do something like that. It'd be really good. Yeah. Celestial has super beautiful art on all their stuff, too. Yes. And even in their space, it's just gorgeous. Uh-huh. I love I love all the art on the cans, yeah, and in the actual brewery. It, it's the brewery itself, like really cool art on top of a really kind of homey feeling, too. I really like mm-hmm. so. Well, um, is there anything that y'all want to add or share or promote or talk about? Yeah, we're kind of just. Um taking a little bit of a breather during this time um, and strategizing and figuring out, okay, what, what are some fun things that we'll be doing once we can have events again? And, and, um, you know, depending on how long that takes, we might try and come out with some stuff before then, like we did for Valentine's day, but we're not really sure. We're just kind of going with the flow right now. So our main thing would just be to Keep an eye out for us. Um, we're the Hoppy Hound on Facebook and Instagram. And um, we always love to see pictures of dogs and beer and both. Um, so even if we're not doing events, we still <laughs> would love to see that. And today is Wednesday. So um, Sydney at the um, DFW Brew Squad always promotes the Wolf Wednesday. We love that. So um yeah, just keep sending, uh, keep posting pictures of your dogs because <laughs> that's what we love in the meantime. <laughs> we all need more dogs in our life. Yeah. Agreed. Thank goodness for dogs right now, though, right? I mean, imagine if we didn't have our buddies and we would just be even more bored out of our mind. I saw that uh, yep. adoption rate has gone up. So a lot of people have been adopting dogs. I was like, yay. <laughs> yeah, adoption and fosters. I think that's so great. I mean, people are home and they can housebreak, but I do feel bad for the dogs that are getting used to like eight walks a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Gonna stop sometime. Yeah. That's why even like today was my day off. I was like, okay, I got to make sure Bernie just gets her regular walks. Cause like on weekends or long weekends and stuff, we usually go for like a lot of walks, do all this stuff. And then come during the week, she's just like super antsy and, (laughs) well all right well i guess we'll start wrapping up um but yeah guys as uh they were saying go follow them on instagram facebook uh the hoppy hound it's very fun i love obviously all the dogs and 
the beer. And I mean, my favorite glass, I know I've told you all many times, is my Hoppy Hound glass. Like every time it's clean, that's the first one I grab. And uh, yeah, always awesome. Love 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 you guys. I love the treats. Bernie loves the treats. Uh, We definitely can't wait till we can see y'all actually out in public and actually see you and shake your hands and pet dogs together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cheers and high fives and pets. Yeah. All the things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, we are looking forward to it too. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Agreed. All right. Well, thanks guys for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Really. We'll, we'll do it again whenever we actually can do it in person and actually share a beer. That'd be fun. Yeah. That would be Uh, super fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Thanks, Ryan. Sure thing. See y'all. Take care. All right. Bye. 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 Woo!